Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I'm Precious D. And I'm Honey Bee. And today we are continuing to continue our Halloween marathon. Ooh. The most recent version of Candyman. Candyman. This just came out this year. Candyman. So, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. It's in color. It's directed by Nia DaCosta. Screenplay <laughs> by Jordan Peele. Ow, ow, shout out. Win Ross Rosenfeld and mm-hmm. Nia DaCosta. Um, based on the movie, which is based on a story by Clive Barker. Ooh. So this is a sequel to the original movie. It is not directly connected to the other two movies. Which apparently aren't really connected to each other. <laughs> They're connected to each other, but I don't think they're connected directly to the first one. Oh, okay. So two and no. three are like on their own together. Yeah, that kind of stand alone. I see. I see. I see. The running time is 91 minutes. The budget was 25 million and the box office 77 million, but it's still in theaters and it's still on theater at home on things like Voodoo and Amazon. So, yes, part of that. 77 million um, is my $20 <laughs> that I paid to rent this movie. Uh, so I hope you folks appreciate that and uh, <laughs> hit, hit that support button on Anchor. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to watch it right now, you'll have to rent it. It's not available to buy yet. It's only available to rent for $20 because of the COVID. But... Uh, you know, you get a room full of people and it comes out to just a few bucks each. That's true. Uh, Honeybee, what was your general impression of this movie? Well, I, okay. So when I, um, was having like a few technical difficulties and you were like, watch another movie, I was shocked because I loved this movie. Okay. Okay. I loved it. And I... I could already tell that you were like, fuck this movie. So I, <laughs> I can't wait to hear like what you have to say. But yeah, I loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I loved how they connect the two stories. Um, like how they like, you know, they would pull like um, Helen's um, like recordings on the tape mm-hmm. recorder. Like little things like that. Uh, I love that shit. I think they did a great job. So yeah. I loved it. I think I just had... Some of the same problems I had with the original one that the See, and I thought there was like the, the the problems that you had with the original one. I was like, I would think like, oh yay, they explained that. Like the candy. They explained like why he's the candy man. Well they did, but they didn't because they also tell us that there's multiple candy men. Yeah, but that is what explains the bees. What is? That there are multiple candy mans. Okay. So, the, so bees like, from, the bees are from the original and the Candyman name is from the 70s reboot. What? <laughs> the kid in 1977. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Burke, the adult man who as a kid in 1977. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, he said no, because he says that Sherman hands out sweets. Like Sherman hands Fields. Out yeah, Sherman Fields was uh, had a hook, like just a regular hook an actual person would have. And he gave out kids candy and was accused of putting razor blades in some little white girl's piece of candy. And then the police found him and beat him to death. And then later it turned out he hadn't done it. But he became became the candy man. 
But then we find out later that the Candyman actually goes back further to the version that we've heard about. Robitaille. Yeah, that guy, the artist. But the Candyman wasn't new in 1977. He was already called the Candyman. And oh, the, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I guess yeah. it doesn't explain the. They candy. just tried to no. They just tried to shoehorn in a little bit of candy <laughs> to justify <laughs> the name, but it still doesn't explain why the original Candyman was called that. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. A, yeah, and then there's a lolly, a couple lollipops at the end, and that's well. I and, think it's uh, what's his the name bees. at the beginning. We knew why the bees, because he was stung to death by bees. Yeah, but I think that the, like, how they explained it of, like, all of the reason why there are so many Candymans and the symbolism with, like, the bees um, and, like, them all working. I don't know. I really liked that. I thought it was good. That they became part of his hive. Yeah. Um, But still, then he should be the bee man. (laughs) (laughs) No, because. The hive man. the hive man (laughs) i just i i i it's i don't know i just think candy man it's a great name but yeah it doesn't apply to this character (laughs) (laughs) and it's and after four movies it still doesn't really apply to this character and then i thought just the whole thing with anthony getting transformed you know bee stings him and he starts slowly transforming into uh-huh. Candyman, i guess so even before i any sort of injustice has been done to him uh-huh. he starts going through some kind of transformation because a bee stung him because because he talked about candy man but and, no it's because he's the baby he oh, came yeah. So he's coming yeah. back to claim the baby. Okay, so I think the his mother explained something at some point about they resolved not to speak of him again. And uh-huh. apparently apparently this means they actually entered into a pact not to speak about him again. And now that the baby has broken the pact by digging shit up, <laughs> the can- Candyman can now come get him. But also our crazy our our laundromat guy turns out to be kind of crazy and he is actively trying to turn Anthony into a new candy man. Yeah. And tries to set him up to get killed by the cops, thinking somehow this will make him a spirit of vengeance rather than a symbol for pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see why any of the other guys aren't already a spirit of vengeance. But apparently their vengeance Racial injustice is just to attack any dumbass teenage girls that say his <laughs> name in the mirror. That doesn't really seem like a proper vengeance to me. That just seems like. Yeah, shit. right. I did do a little bit of research on this movie um, where I didn't yesterday on the first one. But and there was a like uh, an article that I read that was about Anthony's and like um the transformation basically and like how it was even though it was supposed to be or maybe not supposed to be but from this particular writer's uh perspective the writer was richard newby and he was saying that anthony or that basically Candyman became a he became a force for black people because he was created by black people instead of like in the first movie where it kind of seemed like Candyman was, um, or like, I don't know. It was a whole huge article and I'm just pulling pieces. <laughs> of it. But yeah, but it's so basically that he was that Anthony, even though he was, you know, 
doing this crazy thing, this horrible thing. He was trying to like turn this martyr into a deity or something and like turn this martyr of like who dies for the sins of America. It was like this huge Christ metaphor. And it basically just explained Anthony and like why, what the symbolism was for him mm-hmm. in that. Um, but yeah, it was a little fucking crazy. <laughs> This Anthony fellow, especially because in the beginning he was like, you think he's such a good guy. Like he's, you know, he like take he's talking to the guy, he brings him in. He tells him, you know, he, he you think you can trust this guy is a, is another thing that just makes or, him seem crazier. You mean, at the end. you mean Billy, not Anthony. Oh, Billy. Billy sorry. Billy yeah. Burke, Billy Burke. Yeah. He seems like just a nice guy who owns a laundromat. Yeah. And he tells people about the Candyman, and he accidentally created one version where is it they name some of the other ones oh uh, yeah some of the other william, william bell and samuel evans mm-hmm. in addition to daniel robitel uh i don't remember if we got details on what happened to william bell and samuel so no this, we didn't we didn't this whole thing i think is just the idea that you know this kind of shit keeps happening to black men throughout history and there's always more names to add to the list yeah and you know that's all true in real life but it doesn't help the movie make sense to me just from (laughs) just from a storytelling point of view yeah i understand the symbolism and the social commentary they're going for but just from a sort of literalist story interpretation it doesn't well, I feel like with me. Jordan Peele writing, you can't you keep he, he always like plays on emotion or like writes with emotion and metaphors rather than like logic. You know, he's all about symbolism and all like I just think that's his like style, really. No. And I, I am here for it. But I, I mean, I saw Get Out and it all made sense. Yeah. So, you know, he was talking about all kinds of important stuff, but it still made sense on its basic. Well, yeah, but Get Out was like from his brain. This was like on something else. He had to like take his ideas and write them based off of what was already there. So the problem is that the original Candyman doesn't make sense. Right. Exactly. Any of their their attempts to remake him, unless they just completely start from scratch, are which I don't. I love that they didn't start from scratch. I love that they didn't, but I think that they could. I usually prefer a sequel to a reboot. Usually, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think I think Ghostbusters might have gotten less backlash if it had been a sequel rather than a reboot. The I I never saw the new one the with the ladies. It's not good, but not for the reasons all the neckbeards say that it's not good. Oh really? I'm gonna have <laughs> to not, watch it. It isn't not good just because it's a bunch of ladies. That's just you know that's just yeah. angry. That's just angry incels who don't like, <laughs> don't like ladies being in a movie. But the well, I mean, I don't want to get on a huge tangent, but I don't think Ghostbusters is that good to begin with. So. Bill Murray's character is just reprehensible. (laughs) That's hilarious. He's a bad scientist. He undermines his own experiment in order to hit on a student. Oh, someone had to say it. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst. So I wasn't excited about a remake to begin with or another sequel. Uh, Right. But the problems with the movie aren't just because they decided to have a female cast. It's more than that but that's not what we're discussing today (laughs) 
Yeah, that's funny. I'm gonna just go on one more tangent. There, oh, hit me. It, back in the day, there was a Ghostbusters role playing game, and the premise of the role playing game was that the Ghostbusters had opened up a franchise program, and that you, the player, had acquired a Ghostbusters franchise. So you are in essence making your own sequel to the movie with oh, your that's own. Cool. With your own character. So the characters from the movie exist in the game, but you're making your own character who run your own little local Ghostbusters franchise. And I think that is what they should have done in the movie, the remake. There should have been a sequel where these women have just acquired a franchise and then all the old guys could have still made their cameos, but as their actual characters and everybody wouldn't have had a hissy fit. Nice. But people don't ask me about these things, so... So, uh, apparently at some point they were going to have somebody else be Candyman and then they ended up getting Tony Todd to come back. Although we do, as we said, get multiple Candymans. So we get the Yes. But I was so glad that he came back. It was really cool. Yeah. He's in a bunch of the, um, uh, what the the death is the bad guy. Um, final, uh, what are they called? Final Destination? Yes, that's it. He's in several of the Final Destination films. Hmm. But he's done all kinds of stuff, not just horror, but he does have a horror resume. Yeah. Uh, so Yaha Abdul-Mateen second is, is Anthony McCoy and the he new... He could be my Candyman as long as I'm saying. Candy. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and the new Candyman. Yeah. So, and they Fire. Did, and by the end of the movie, he does appear to have become Candyman. So they can do a bunch of sequels if they want with him, but they've set this all up in such a way that they could still have Tony Todd make an appearance as well. Yeah. Yeah. As well as uh, Yaha, Yaha, Yahaya. I guess it's Yahaya. I don't know. Yahia. Okay. Wikipedia says Yahia. Yahia. The emphasis on the first syllable. Yahia. I'm not familiar with him. What else is he? I, I have no idea. I am also not familiar with him. He was in Baywatch. <laughs> really? The, the, the movie. He oh. was Sergeant Garner Ellerby. He was in The Greatest Showman. Banishing of Sidney Hall. I have not seen that. First match, Boundaries, Aquaman. He was, oh, he was Black Manta in Aquaman. Okay. He's in Us, which is a Jordan Peele thing, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay. So he's, he's, credits go back to 2012. So he's been around for a little while, but he's still, he doesn't have a huge amount of credits. So he's just getting going. He's going to be. Well, I thought he was fantastic. Oh, he's in Matrix. Oh, he's the new Morpheus. In Matrix. Oh, shit. And he's scheduled to be back in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Nice. Uh, Do not get me started on the Matrix. I won't. Okay, the mom, his mom, she was the same girl, right? Yes, and she doesn't look a day older. I know, she is so hot. Well, you, you know what they say. I do. I do know what they say. And if you know what they say, great. No need for us to say it. Because, <laughs> you know. At least it's true in her place. Uh, what they say, oh, is, that, what they say is that Vanessa Estelle Williams is a vampire because she has not Ugh. aged a damn day. 
She looks amazing. It took me a minute to realize, but I'm like thinking like, I know this girl, but I don't know what I, I'm like looking at her and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this is the same. It's the same mom. Like they got her back. That's yeah. so cool. I love yeah. that too, that she was in this. And I think they got Virginia Madsen to record some new voice stuff. I don't think those recordings were actually in yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't in the movies. I, I thought she, that too. She mentions in the recording that she and her friend summoned him, and they don't summon him in the movie. She does. Yeah, they do. Oh well, she, no, she does in the doctor's office, but she makes it sound like as part of their research. She, they do. She does. When? When? When did? Yeah, it like it, in like it's like really in the beginning. She tells Bernadette that she's gonna do it, and she's like, "Don't, no, don't. This isn't funny." And she like does it, and like nothing oh, happens. Does. Oh, okay. And the, nothing happens. And then they like, she like laughs and like picks on her like, ha ha ha, you are so scared. And then it like goes to the next scene. That's why I was kind of confused oh, so because maybe, I was like, why he, he doesn't like attack her right away. Right. It but like takes a while. Maybe that's why he's able to just show up wherever the fuck he wants. Cause she, <laughs> cause she's already summoned him. Yeah. I guess I still think that's against the <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I, I love you so much. You're hilarious. <laughs> I just, it's so funny. And also I want to say like listening to your episodes with other people, it just uh -huh. cracks me up. You are just, you, you just crack me up. You're funny. <laughs> Anyways, because you know, everyone thinks you hate things. It's like this moment right here where you're like, this doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. No, boo this movie. And it's because you're just really smart and you like see things that other people don't. And it's a great quality of yours. And I just love laughing at it. Um, and so do other people. Uh, thank you, honeybee. I appreciate that. Yeah, everyone everyone agrees because, you know, I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it in other episodes. That's the, okay. You know, I thought you meant you'd heard people talking about it on the street. <laughs> people talk word, about it on the streets. I on, hear these word things. Word on the street is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's so funny. I just love it. It's one of my favorite things. But yes, I loved this movie. Um, what do you think? Anything uh, else that you wanted to? I am looking at my notes. I was going to check uh, Tiona Paris. Paris with two R's. Our leading lady. See what else she's been in. Oh, she's going to be in the Marvels. Another meow. She Okay, so she played the grown-up Monica Rambeau in WandaVision. And we'll play it again in the marvels i loved Stop. her i loved her character in this movie she was uh, she's so good she's been in a, a few things dear white people chirac point blank mm. that is 2019 point blank or am i thinking a gross point blank <laughs> i don't know some other stuff that i haven't seen but she's gonna be in a marvel movie and has a tv show so uh nice she's gonna blow up really big <laughs> Hell yeah. And of course, there could be more Candyman, Candyman movies. Do you think there will be? I don't know. If this ends up making enough money, somebody's going to want to do that. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't more Helen. She was supposed to have become... But I think the reason... Legend. Yeah, I think the reason why there wasn't was just because... Um, and I read another thing about this. 
not this particular question, but like just Helen in general in the 1992 film was like, there was a lot of like, basically, just to make a long story short, the guy who did the first movie was basically like a white dude giving this experience through a white lens, like through a white person's eyes, like Helen Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And she kind of turns out to be like this white savior at the end of the movie. And I think that in this movie, they were just kind of like you know, we're not going to do that shit. We're not going to play that shit. They connected it well. And, but it was um, like black people telling a story about themselves. And it was like the black experience. And it was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. And I understand why you don't want to turn Candyman into the Helen show. Um, (laughs) The Helen show. But a big part of the premise of the beginning of the, of the first one, she, the Candyman's defeated and she becomes a legend. So it seems like they could have been going simultaneously yeah. Or or something, or Candyman should have had to take his place back from her or something. Oh um, yeah. Just I don't I don't know. The um the thing is though, the story it's based on, it's by Clyde Barker and he's a British gentleman and he said it in like Liverpool or someplace. So it was still about um class struggles, I think, but not yeah. so much about uh the racial elements of class struggles. Yeah, I don't think that like happened until that movie. Because a lot of the, the racial Issues in this country are also class issues, but people are totally people are forced into a certain class because of their race. Mm-hmm. So the, two, the two things are tied together, and it can't really uh, in this country they cannot be completely separated. So, what sort of a rating are you going to give the movie? Oh man, I was thinking about this. I'm like, I want to be stingy with my fives too, which is why <laughs> I give gave Biddy Loves You a four point eight. I don't want to like, but I just love everything. I can't help it. Um, I'm just like super excited too that we're doing new movies right now because usually the movies we do are from 19 fucking 30s. So this is just really exciting. We will catch up eventually. Eventually. Yeah, we will. We totally will. Um, I, man, I think I'm going to give this one up. I guess I'm going to give it a five pumpkins. Okay. I'll be nice and give it three. That's that's me being that's me being nice. That's you being generous. Yeah. Well, good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Folks, send us a message. Tell us what you give it. Tell us why we're wrong or why I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at monstermoviefuntimego at gmail.com. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mmftg. If you do, we might play it on the air. Yeah. Don't you want to be famous? <laughs> you too can be internet famous <laughs> among 20 to 70 people. <laughs> <laughs> Which we love every single one of you. So, I give every yes. single one of you five pumpkins, <laughs> even if, Don, if Precious D only gives you three. Yes. Five killer man eating pumpkins. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Come back next time, which for a few more weeks yet will be tomorrow. Come back now, you hear? We will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Bye.